and Dr. Wendy Hill. I'm so glad you're here with me right now. We're on this life's journey together. The way I see it is you and I are a team, and together we can explore the wonderful possibilities for personal and spiritual growth. I believe each of us has within the power to heal and to manifest the best and highest that is already within us. If you would like to have more direct contact with me, go to my website, wendyhill.com, and call, text, or email me. Let's keep taking this journey together. My guest today is Hilary Green, who is originally from England, and she has been sharing with us English attitudes and feelings and how changes are happening in England in terms of mental health issues. And she started talking in our last podcast about the transition she's made in her own process, her own changes of feelings, getting in touch with her feelings. Uh, she's talked about the pull up your bootstraps or what we might call the stiff upper lip English attitude that comes from being an isolated island nation for self-preservation, for survival, and now being in America, opening that door for feeling. So welcome, Hillary. Welcome Thank back. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy. So yeah. Tell us some more about that. Just continue with that conversation. Oh, okay. Um, well, you mentioned the, you asked me what influence America has had on England and Great Britain. Yes. And I think that's possibly one of the many influences um, that you that America's had on our nation is um, that really being aware of feelings because I think you you mentioned in our previous show that um, what you asked me what what do people think when Americans go to England and they're very open and um, honest with feelings and forthright and I'm there was a time. And it may still be true in certain parts of, of England and the entire UK that I think that it's sort of a surprise to people, probably in the countryside and places where to talk not so about, much to London. talk about feelings. Really? Yes, I'm sure it's more of a surprise when Americans maybe go to a bed and breakfast in a little country town somewhere and they wake up and are very friendly. And let's say they sit at the breakfast table with the owner of the B&B &B and talk about things as if they've known them for years. There's a certain, gosh, ooh, like that, you know, sometimes. Meaning with what? People. Well, because um, I, I, don't, I don't think this is true. Are you saying, saying Americans are more open about Oh, much more. Oh, absolutely. And that it might be, might be a little bit offensive or shocking? No, I think or? it's just sort of a surprise because surprise. it takes a long time. For instance, my father said, no, no, that's not your friend. That's not your friend. You can count your friends on one hand. Those are your acquaintances. So we're sort of taught that the friends sort of earn their way into your heart and that you have layers of friendships. Yeah. So I think... Perhaps in the I'm just saying perhaps in the countryside, to get bring a lovely American family into a B&B and sit there with two English people, who perhaps haven't travelled, aren't very cosmopolitan. It would be sort of wow, look how friendly these people are. You know, you were asking how it's received. Mm -hmm. I think that's different. Where I'm from, which used to be Essex, which is now part of London, um, 
I mean, let's face it, for almost 9 million people living in London, it's a massive, amazing city. 180 languages spoken and this sort of thing. So I think it's different from my something like that. Spoken. Something like that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just pulling that out of thin air. But yes, it is the most cosmopolitan, exciting, vibrant city anywhere in the world, as far as I'm concerned. So being a Londoner, as, as I call myself, that it isn't as big a surprise. But at one time it was. My parents had American friends and um, they were sort of unique and different from all of us. You know, I have a memory going to London when I was 22. That was many, many years ago. And our first evening, went to dinner in a restaurant and started eating American style. And it was considered such a unique thing to watch me that all the waiters came around the table and watched as I ate. Yes. And I learned very quickly to, to eat European oh, style. Oh, did you? Yes. Well, I find I'm it not sure I wanted the attention. Oh, really? Well, I, it's funny you should say that because I find it awkward to watch someone eat American style because I think, why would you not use both utensils? It's easier. Exactly, and why do you have to change the fork to another ham when you cut I the know. meat? It, it, it makes much better sense to well, eat. Well, it looks difficult English to me style. to eat American style. <laughs> it looks difficult to me. I'm thinking, it's a lot of time wasted with, with changing hands, and you know, you could be, anyway. But I can understand what you're saying because it, it, it was at one time unique to be an American in another country, probably. That's right. You know, you so we felt that way in other nations. So too. you were raised around this stiff upper lip. Pull up, mm -hmm. pull up, what do you call it? Pull up your knee socks. Oh, pull your socks up. <laughs> and pull your, which means hold, don't express yourself openly. Oh, behave be, yourself. Actually, be, that one is behave be more reserved about expressing your feelings, or really don't even acknowledging feelings. And here you are. Uh, you've been in America for how many years now? Well, on and off for a long time. I mean, I'm backwards and forwards a lot, yeah. but a long time. Mm. Many years? Yeah. Okay. And during that time, you mentioned in the last podcast that you began to make a transformation. You began to get in touch, want to get in touch with your own feelings. Tell us about what that was like for you in that process. Well, I think it came from being sort of unhappy, actually, that, that uh, and also, you know, I think most, most young people are on some sort of spiritual quest anyway, whether they're aware of it or not. And having been exposed to religions, uh, you know, sort of growing up with assembly every day and having friends, various um, belief systems within my family and my circle, um, I decided to investigate different faiths and religions and part of that led to practicing yoga as a teenager and I was jogging and doing this and that and um, sort of finding myself and that part of that then led to uh, and then I went on the air as a very young person I started doing commercials and when I was quite young and then I was on the air when I was quite young and so there was and I also felt so different and a bit cut off and um, lots of things going on and so I thought well I better you know sort of find out more about me so I did I put myself in and out of therapy over a period of years and this was before you came to America no no in America okay in America 
because um, it's very easy to go into therapy in America. But not you always in, know a therapist. But not in England? Well, probably, but I mean, it's just a different thing. And, and, and I, I probably could have done it at home too. Um, but this was the discovery of feelings and how to function. I had a very demanding job at that time when I first went into therapy, I think. Yeah, it might have been the second time. And um, I was entertainment director for a company that had six hotels, and I was just working day and night and massive responsibilities. So I would go into therapy for an hour and then have to go back and be sort of this high-powered, so-called... Be on, so yes, to speak. this sort right. of person. And so there was a transition of being a real feeling person to being the boss, so to speak, executive type person or whatever. So, you know, you've got, you know, how you step into different roles and essentially the idea is just to be the same, doing whatever you do, to be one person, regardless of whether you're working or not working. So that that was part of my journey, was just being me, just learning it was, I didn't have to behave a certain way here and a different way there. It was just me and it was okay. So that was a very significant growth step for me at an early age, that it's okay just to be... Plus, being on te- when I was on television at an early age, that was another huge thing. You were doing commercials? So, I, yeah, I started when I was probably, I don't know, I'd have to look it up, probably early 20s. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's this huge emphasis in America at that time on how you look. And... Um, you know, you had to look certain ways and you had to look good all the time when you were on the air every night. You had to look good, lots of pressure to look a certain way. And so anyway, so so going back to going into therapy and mental health and this sort of thing, it was probably easier to do it in America, where it's more acceptable than in other places. So was it was it a little bit of cultural shock or a little shock for you to, to find that you actually had feelings that you didn't have to uh, keep a secret that you could talk about, you could be open about, yes. like even doing this podcast. Yes. Would yeah. this podcast happen in England? Um, it would now, and I'll tell you why. My godson is is um, quite an entrepreneur, and he actually has the number one podcast in, in business in Great Britain at the moment, Daniel Murray. I'm talking about you. Proud of you. <laughs> and he, he interviews um, entrepreneurs who have created unbelievably successful businesses on his podcast and when I was home a few weeks ago by stroke of good fortune the night before I was leaving he was doing one with two dynamic business leaders whose names escape me at the moment and the very subject was their mental health journey and before he conducted the interview I've got chills actually because you see he's one of these young people leading the way with mental health exposure. That's wonderful. Yes, he's dynamic. And he said, now I want everyone, and his mother was, with whom I grew up, was there, and and you talk to, turn to someone you don't know, and tell them something you're proud about yourself, why you're proud of yourself. And see, something simple like that, and the chap in front of me, um, we had a lovely exchange, and and afterwards we had a moment. You know, you have a moment with a stranger whom you may never see again. Yes. But that can be life changing for so many people. 
And so what he brought to that audience, or was it Rick Chilliskin, um, was how each person in that audience can actually change someone's life by having, ex having an exchange, a positive exchange with a stranger. So he, he brings me great hope for um, England and uh, that the young people like him doing things like this and um, and I see it popping up all around. What message might you have for the English young people and what message might you have for American young people? Oh gosh, heavens, what a heavy, heavyweight question. Well, I would encourage my own people, I mean, my own family, my own family and friends to open their hearts to their truth and their reality. Would your family and have regarded that phrase, open oh, your sure heart, right as an outrageous thing to say? Yes. In fact, if my siblings hear this, I'm sure they'll sort of leave the room. <laughs> really? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, tell us about that. Is it, is no, it no, I mean, it, I mean um, yes, I mean, there's a real discomfort, you know. So with, in a way... Them. In a good way, you're the black sheep of the family? Oh, very much so. Oh, really? I don't know if it's a good way or not, but it's <laughs> well, definitely a black sheep, yes. I think from the point of view of a lot of our listeners that that's, it's in a good way because you're talking about something that it's real. so many of us resonate mm. to, which is to find compassion and love mm. and open oneself. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would like to think... It's it helps other people. I'd like to think so. And you know, it might even the, the family members that would maybe be listening to this and leave the room. You might be touching them with your courage to be different than your family. Well, thank you. That takes courage to be the black sheep in a good way. Well, I have to thank John Bradshaw, who was an author. I don't know if you're aware I, of John. Very familiar with John Bradshaw. Mm. Talked about he wrote a book called The Family, yes. and he talked about the inner child, yes. which has had a huge influence in my life and my you work as well. As well. He, but yes, because I specialize in transforming the subconscious self-defeating core beliefs that originate in oh, childhood. Well, there you are. So yes, inner he, child he, work. He yes. Well, well, I was watching his PBS TV series many years ago, and um, he did the mobile. Thing, where, where when you remove one part of a mobile and it tilts and it doesn't function properly yeah. because you've stepped off the mobile. And um, that really helped me realize that all the other parts of the, of the mobile struggle to get things back to the way they were so they have balance on the mobile. Do you remember that? It, it was I, a, I don't remember that exactly, yeah, it was but one of his I, many, I get what you're saying, one is of that things many. have to be in balance. Yeah, one of his many. That, that I think that's what I got most from... I heard him speak once, and then I saw his series. I, those, those, gave, those days I used to iron. I was ironing furiously on a Sunday night watching those. <laughs> now, before we close on this particular podcast, yes. I want to say if any family member is listening <laughs> to their uh, relative, yes. Hillary, that I want to say as a witness that Hillary is showing a lot of courage and that she is can be an opening door for you to have permission to open your heart and to feel your own spiritual connection. Mm. So 
Thank you so much for being here. Heather, My again. pleasure. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you for taking this journey with me today. And until next time, know that you are loved beyond imagining.